direct from Studio 1A, welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast edition for Tuesday, June 4th. This is John Druckenmiller with HometownHeadlines.com, thanking you for joining us today. If you're listening to us early this morning, get outside. A beautiful morning with a low of 64 degrees. It feels a whole lot cooler. It won't last long. Today's high will be in the low 90s. Today's first pitch, we thank you for the wonderful response to our first day of doing a daily podcast. We would have been happy to see about 100 listeners, as this is something new. It takes time for things to take effect. We more than doubled that. We're continuing to tinker with just about everything as we go forward. Trust us, all this podcast stuff is about as clear as parking regulations in downtown Rome right now. But, like the city of Rome, we're working on it. First up, the fastest 90 seconds of news in the nation. For expanded coverage of these and other stories, please see our website, hometownheadlines.com. First up, the Leadbetters are seeking variances for the footprint, shall we say, of the East Bend Center Shopping Center. That's the old Kmart location. They want to bring between 20 and 28 new restaurants and stores to that former Kmart location. The hearing is set for June 20th. Also, what's coming ahead, keep an eye on Thatcher's Barbecue in Somerville. They are now training staff and hope to be open soon. That'll be on Commerce Street in downtown Somerville. Parking updates, uh, separating downtown business owners by those who have their own parking and those relying on street parking. That's about to become a hot issue. Take a look at this morning at our update there. Also, we have letters you've sent to the City Commission about downtown parking And what about Jay Shell's parking survey on Facebook on Monday? More than 900-plus responses alone just to a uh, sample survey from Mr. Shell. Looking at health news today, 44 deaths in Georgia as part of the 2018-19 flu season. It is now officially over. That's a big drop from 151 deaths last season. However, keep in mind, last season was an anomaly The three previous years had exactly that many deaths as 2018-19, 44 over three years. Also, June is Harvard Clinic's Men's Health Month. Actually, it's Men's Health Month nationwide. Harvard, though, is kicking off some health tips to help keep men safe out there. uh, The 18th annual edition of the Health Initiative for Men Plus Women, by the way, is now set for August 17th at the Health Department. Also, some real estate news, an update on our story from last week by our Natalie Sims. Chapel Hill United Methodist Church's 13.5 acres has now sold. The gym will become part of something called Performance Sports Academy. That transaction, by the way, courtesy of Craig McDaniel with Tolls Temple and Wright. In Buzz today, we'll talk about Vacation Bible School. It is that time of year. Also, Got Talent? The Georgia Dream Night is on its way to the forum on June 15th. We have details for you there. Floyd County Board of Education meets on Thursday. Called meeting there. Floyd Democrats also meet Thursday. It is LGBTQ Pride Month. They'll be observing that. Auditions are going to are now set for Mama Mia. That's the latest from RLT. Also, a church missions conference is on the way to Rome coming up in August. Your weather, like we said, gorgeous right now, 64 degrees right now, being around 7, 16 a.m. Of course, we're not live. That doesn't matter. Uh, It will rise today to around 90 degrees, so be careful about that as well. Obituaries this morning, we uh, mourn the loss of Mrs. Judith Gale Grizzle and Mrs. Shana Ely Pardue. 
Uh, from our public health restaurant inspection, the scores are back today. The Monday scores now posted uh, included this day in today's report is one of our favorites, Doug's Downtown Deli. By the way, if you are at Doug's Downtown Deli today, please tell our friend Matthew Wall hello from Hometown Headlines. How about sports? Very quickly, a big weekend for one of the local soccer teams. That's now posted on the Truett Chick-fil-A Sports Report. Also, Rome Braves are in Columbia tonight for a rematch with the Fireflies, 7.05 p.m. Sadly, last night, the Braves fell to the Fireflies, 5-2. Also, some local sports updates, including your first look at the high school football schedules for this August. Newsmakers around town today, which of your friends are making headlines this morning? Hannah Cook, the outgoing director of Rome Little Theater, has been named the Bartow Public Arts Researcher. Big project coming up over there. Dwight Hutchins, a member of the class of 1982 from uh, Darlington, has now been elected to a record fourth term as chair of the American Chamber of Commerce in Singapore. Also, congratulations to Adairsville's Emma Smith. She's been appointed to the U.S. Air Force Academy. Peaks and valleys, the highs and lows of northwest Georgia for this morning. Number one, a valley to the timing of the closing and re for remodeling of the new Wings and Seafood Place on Shorter Avenue in West Rome. It opened two months ago. We just recommended this to our website visitors. We arrived yesterday for a lunch meeting. Yikes, closed for a month. Peak Harbin Clinic is helping observe Men's Health Month. We just talked about that. If any part of our population needs 30 or 31 days of, shall we say, enhanced medical support, it is those of us of the male gender. Guys, that means it's okay when the doctor asks us to cough. How about a valley to Congress for taking this long to get aid to disaster-ravaged communities following hurricanes and wildfires? That includes, yes, South Georgia and also Puerto Rico. Maybe next time we should hold the congressional paychecks until such things are passed. It still awaits signature by the president, by the way. Peak to Georgia gasoline prices for not peaking during June. Of course, a prime vacation month. AAA reports prices are 25 cents a gallon lower than the same time last year. As we used to say, fill her up. Peak to the Atlanta Braves' Austin Raleigh for winning the National League's Rookie of the Year. This former Rome Braves is lighting it up. He is adding new life to the big club this season. What's on our news radar for the rest of the day and tonight? Uh, number one, believe it or not, the weather, no, no weather panic out there except this. It's been very dry for way too long. Despite a very, very, very soggy winter, we are starting to see some drought conditions. We'll have updates for you coming up on that. Also, perhaps a key update on a 2019 Rome City Commission election. We have a few phone calls out there. No rant today, but how about this? Weekday observations, and we'll start kind of close to home. This podcasting stuff is interesting. It mixes in just about all forms of media, writing, broadcasting, digital, and visual in some cases. Trust me, no visual here as I'm sitting in my office as I record this in gym shorts, a Mountain Day t-shirt, and unshaven. Again, not a face for radio or TV. But it also underscores what you're seeing in media these days, whether nationally or here in northwest Georgia. Consider this. You have TV stations trying to be newspapers by using their websites and even social media pages. You have radio stations talking about doing video news. Hint, hint. You have newspapers with websites and maybe dabbling into video and Facebook Live as well as other features. Basically, there's no real wall, if you will, separating your major media choices today. 
and those of us in the digital world have the option of mixing it all together with no real walls to worry about. In that case, we do borrow a page from the late Pete Roselle, NFL commissioner, and we'll call this parody among the media. But getting there is challenging, and Monday was one of those days for us as we continued our podcast plotting as a uh, this is becoming a true work in progress. And just when we thought we had a pretty good idea of listenership on Monday, we see the numbers start to rise late Monday evening. That's because listeners can join us when it's best for them, not for us. We received several additional compliments and comments late Monday on the podcast. Again, kind of surprising because it had been done for more than 12 or 14 hours. So what does all that mean? Perhaps people want media just as they always have, only they want it on their schedules. While writing this, we began to think about how the late Paul Harvey would do his daily offerings. He had it segmented so you knew when to listen each day. That's morning, afternoons, etc. Gone now more than 10 years, Mr. Harvey was a broadcast pioneer then and now. He knew the short form worked well in the mornings, and then we got a longer form broadcast later in the day. In a sense, Paul Harvey was creating the podcast, only using a different format. So, we guess a decade later, as Paul Harvey always told us, now you know the rest of the story. To which we say, good day.